Hello and welcome back to the Creative Productive Podcast with me, your host, Sarah, a positive productivity mentor who helps passionate people get back in control of their time and energy so they can pursue the things they love. So a little backstory to my day today. It's been a good day, but I've been really, really tired recently just for a number of reasons, things in my personal life. My business has always has been quite full on in the last few months and I'm feeling like I'm taking... I need to take the time basically now to kind of start winding down a bit. So today I was feeling really exhausted. However, I came to edit this podcast episode and now I just feel so re-energised and I think you're going to feel the same. And it's quite funny because in this interview we actually talk about how energised we feel after having the conversation. So if you're feeling really low on energy, if you're feeling really uninspired, if you're feeling stuck with your productivity, this is the episode for you. So it's an interview with Kyra Matthews, aka Kyra the Bold, who is basically just an absolute powerhouse of confidence. She will tell you more about what she does herself, but we talked all about how mindset can really have an impact on productivity. So it's less of an interview and more of a kind of open discussion between the two of us. We both share our experiences and all of that stuff and if you're struggling, if you're feeling like you need a boost, if you need some inspiration this is going to be the best episode for you to listen to. So I really hope you enjoy it and I'm going to be back here at the end just to wrap things up and say goodbye. So here we go. Hi Kyra, thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell the listeners a bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so I'm Kyra Matthews. I'm a mindset and manifestation coach for creatives. And I really help creatives new and established who are wanting to put something out in the world. Maybe it's something they've been working on. And all of a sudden, the insecurity that comes, the imposter syndrome that comes with taking something they've been working on and sharing it with the world is really challenging and scary and they can't quite get over it. And often we try so many things. We try Instagram, we try Reels, we get a new website and all of these things. And often I work with people because they realize, oh, actually I need to work on my self-belief. It's my confidence that's really going to get the thing going. So working on people with their mindset, their confidence, the way they think about themselves really is my jam. Before this, I worked in fashion styling and I basically had so many different mini careers. Before this, I was a writer, I did script writing, fashion styling, fashion buying, all of the creative pursuits, really. Amazing. I mean, I was kind of similar. I've had loads of random like careers. (laughs) None as exciting as that. Mine were more like waitress, debt caseworker receptionist I've I've had waitress I've had receptionist I've had sales assistant yeah I feel like I've had I worked in a charity for a short period of time yeah I've worked in a charity yeah all the jobs (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's quite good I think people often have this idea of like you should just go into the career that you know you're gonna do and just do it but I think and then it's like no yeah It's like, I love all my jobs. Definitely, I didn't love them all equally at the time. I'm not going to pretend that (laughs) it was great fun. But one of my first job was a sales assistant in Tesco. And 
I think that experience, in hindsight, I can look back and see how that experience has shaped me. At the time, I had no idea where it was leading me. So I was about 17 when I started working in Tesco's in the one in um, in London in Islington Green. And I remember customers saying to me, like, you don't fit here. Like, you're so happy and smiley. <laughs> it doesn't, like, why are you working here? And I remember... So I used to work like stacking the shelves and I used to work in the kitchen. And I remember being transferred to checkouts one day and I was working with these older ladies who had basically been working in Tesco for like years. And I remember like packing up the shopping for customers and talking to them and being like, okay, have a wonderful day. And one of the (laughs) ladies leaning leaning over to me and saying, you're spoiling the customers. Stop that. Spoiling them? Yeah. Like those were her words. And it's so Basically you're making her look bad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I had so much enthusiasm and passion just for that job at Tesco. So Mm. now when people are like, ah, I don't like my job. It's miserable. I'm like, if I could be smiling, joyful and happy, like getting paid like nine pounds an hour to work in Tesco, I'm pretty sure you can do something too. Yeah. Yeah. Mindset is massive, isn't it? And I think I've been in jobs where I've really like, and I know you did a workshop about this, which I unfortunately missed because I was just so overwhelmed with stuff. Yeah. yeah, I know that it's like a big thing. And I know when I've been in jobs and when I feel like I've been like fighting against being Mm. there and like wanting to just leave with like every fiber of my being, but not being able to, or just not leaving. Mm. It's just so exhausting. And it's just not, it's not positive it's not good for you I don't think and then I've been in other jobs when I've kind of been like I just need to get on with it and like Mm. this is fine I'll just try and make the best of it and it's just so so much less energy is wasted on that kind of hating it yeah totally like it is the energy it's the workshop that I did the other day about it recently we was looking at how the story that you tell yourself about your job Mm. and about having it. So when we have day jobs and maybe we have a creative passion or something on the side that we're really enjoying, we we enter in this world of like, wow, I didn't know this was possible. Many of Mm. us enter the job market with our parents, our universities, our schools or whatever saying, you can do this job, you can earn this amount of money. And then we enter the small business world or even discover like a new passion about ourselves. And we're like, whoa, I didn't know I had this desire within me. I didn't know you unlock something that feels so exciting. So then we go back to our day jobs and we feel so limited. We're like, oh, all this is so boring I have to listen to someone to tell me what to do all day the thing is is that when we are in our day jobs and we resist them we fight them we resent our managers we resent being Mm. there the times that we work we resent it being a nine to five we resent how much it gets paid we sometimes think that that resentment will motivate us in our passion or in our business or whatever we start how and I think maybe at the beginning you're like oh I want to get out of this place I'm really gonna go in with the Instagram or the TikToks and maybe it works at the beginning as energy but in terms of long-term growth resentment frustration anger that resistance requires so much energy to keep going you keep on having to find things that you hate about your day job (laughs) in order to fuel your business and what happens is because you 
resent your day job, but you still keep choosing to show up every day, you end up eating away at your own self-esteem because of the Mm. stories that you're telling yourself. And the result of eating away at your own self-esteem is that when you go into your creative project or go into your creative business, you don't have any of the self-esteem or confidence that you need to do the things, to grow the thing. And so I always tell people like, It's not that you need to gaslight yourself and tell yourself that your job is a wonderful bed of roses and you just love being there (laughs) because that may be a lie. However, when you are resenting it and resisting it, that really harms you more than it does your employer. Yeah, definitely. And I think just to like share, I suppose, my experience, because I'm, you know, building a business and I have a day job for three days a week and I need that day job to like survive and pay rent at the moment so I'm not you know and what I have had to kind of decide in my business is that like my day job is there to give my business space and time Mm. and not to I don't feel that I have to kind of push really really hard and like burn out and maybe mm. not quite build the business that I want it to be like I'm I'm trying to just give it the time it needs so it's recognizing that like yes although this isn't ideal and in an ideal world I'd just be working on this five days a week that day job is there and it is actually supporting me so to go and then feel really resentful and cynical and stuff it's like well this is what's allowing you to achieve your dream. And I suppose you've got to, I think it's good sometimes as well to kind of like work with your constraints. And I think sometimes, you know, like uh, to be honest, I did not envisage I would still be in it right now. When I, when I started Mm -hmm. it, I was kind of like, I'll be in it for like six months to a year. It was temporary to start with. And then I was like, well, there's a permanent job. I may as well go for it. Give me a bit more time. And I suppose in my head, I was like, I, I kind of would have left by now, but I think that's like it's it doesn't mean no good to kind of look at myself and be like why haven't you left why haven't you done this fast enough that's not good enough whereas the business that I'm building hopefully is going to be all the better for that extra time yeah I love what you said about working with constraints because it's kind of like a grass is the grass is green on the other side Mm. mentality I have found that not to be true like we think Often with having a day job, we think, oh, if I had more time, if I wasn't spending time at my day job, then my business would be growing faster. However, if that was the case, then everyone who went into lockdown and got made redundant, surely all of their businesses would be booming because they had all of the time in the world. There are people who have who have so much time, so much money, so much resources. Those things aren't the thing that creates success. I was listening to Simon Sinek, what his the TED talk that he did. I think it's called The Power of Why or Finding Your Why. I recommend everyone watch it. Um, he's talking about, he has these really famous examples of people who had all the money, all the resources, all the time to create um, goals. And the example that he uses is, I don't remember any of the names that he used, but the example that he used was this like professor who was hired to make the first airplane to like be the first person to like fly an airplane and for it to actually fly. Yeah. And this professor had all the money or like he basically had the best minds working on this. However, it wasn't him who took the first flight. Mm. It was... I think it was the Wilhelm brothers. Is that I think it's the Wright brothers? Yeah. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good at a lot of things. Name is not one of names are not bad. one of them. 
was the right brothers. Like they didn't have the mm. same access to resources, the same amount of time. They didn't have the same access to money, but they believed so intently in what they were doing that they were the ones that took flight first and mm. invented that. And I think any time we convince ourselves, well, if I just had more money, my business would be successful. If I just had more time, my business would be successful. Guaranteed, that is a lie. And when you look into that, you can find places where actually there is time or where your constraints can actually be a blessing. Yeah, I definitely feel that for me, because in lockdown, I did have five days a week to work on my business and I did make progress, but nothing like the progress I'm making now. And I suppose it is kind of like ramped up. But for me, I think it's about sometimes when you have all the time and I say this to my clients, it's like, I think a lot of business owners as well get into that trap of like allowing themselves to work any time of the day kind yeah. of thing or like yeah. always trying to think about when they can grab the time and I don't think that's beneficial because I think it ends up people are always thinking about work because they're thinking when am I going to just grab a bit of time to work on it and also you've got that idea of like oh well I can do it tomorrow in the evening when I should be relaxing I think actually having like for me I have two days a week I have like Wednesday Thursday sometimes I have to have a weekend just because of the volume of stuff but like trying to keep it and then it's like more focus I actually do the things that are important and I don't get kind of distracted with the little things that are like oh that's nice and shiny and interesting but it's not really gonna move me forwards totally and I think that we can get so distracted with the nice and shiny interesting things so we think we look at people online doing things and we're like wow they're on Pinterest I'm just going to spend a little time on Pinterest Mm. wow they're getting PR I'm just going to spend a little time getting PR they're on TikTok I'm going to do some reels and the truth is you can build a business or have success doing all of these things. Like there are a million ways to do a million things. Yeah. However, what I've found to be the most effective and maybe you have too is committing to one strategy mm-hmm. or one way you're going to do something and doing it over and over and over again until it works and then yeah. moving on to something else. Like I call it the 5% rule, just like focusing on five percent like you could you probably have like a list of tasks that you're thinking oh I could try this only five percent of those things are going to create the actual results that you want and really like going all in on those five percent things the reason why I call it the five percent is because when you get down to it those five percent things are usually the most scary and challenging thinking planning dreaming about all the things that you're going to do is very nice yeah it's a lot more scary to be like well now I'm gonna have to go and sell the thing that I've made or now I'm gonna have have to to do the thing yeah now I have to tell people about the thing and it can be so easy for our brains to like be like oh no I'll just go on Canva and spend some time on there like because it's trying to avoid the scary thing yeah we I think we like our brains are clever they will trick us and they will get us to procrastinate I often tell people because people I feel like a lot of people are very down on themselves about like procrastination like oh I'm such a bad procrastinator I do it all the time and I try and get people like okay well why are you procrastinating Mm. what's behind that like there's a reason you're not sitting down look at that don't just say this is just me I'm just not good at working yeah there's got to be a reason there what do you often find when you ask people, like, why? I often find it's it's perfectionism for a lot of yeah. people. 
that's a really big culprit comparison it's all these like fears really I think and it could be that it's like lack of um self-discipline you know like things like having your phone near you but I think ultimately a lot of it is related to mindset and it's a really big barrier Yeah, I find exactly the same. Like, it's like when someone's procrastinating or avoiding, it's often a fear of, well, what would actually happen if I did that task? Yeah. I found myself doing this too. Like, if I I have a challenging conversation I have to have with someone, my brain's first instinct is to avoid that conversation (laughs) like the plague. We're like, no. But then when I've coached and looked into it, what I've actually found is that my brain had that it had the thought that if I have this conversation maybe I won't be able to handle what comes on the other side Mm. maybe I won't be able to handle this person's feelings or thoughts and emotions and Mm. we do it with tasks in our business I want to do this Instagram live but I've procrastinated on doing it because what if I'm not accepted the way I want to be what if it turns out I'm terrible at doing this thing and it's way harder than I thought and I feel like a failure and it's almost like having that conversation to say but like why are you procrastinating gives you that chance to hear yourself say your fears out loud and then to decide but do I want that to be the reason why I don't do it do I want my fear to be the reason why I didn't show up for myself and often you're like no screw that (laughs) I want something more yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like when when we're like striving for like, you know, goals and things like that, it's because we want something more. There's a song actually that's a bit like that. That's quite like, I want something more. I'll, have to, I'll send it to you. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> sing it. Sing it right now. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. But it's like, yeah, we want something more. And it's like, we hold ourselves back for like all these fears and things. Mm. And I think of often it really helps to put things in perspective as well of like, if that were to be true then like if you know my fear was to come true kind of what's the worst that could happen yeah in a way I think it is good to do that I love doing that I actually have so when my clients work with me like that's one of the things that we do we Mm. basically I work with my clients over a six months period and we set a 90 day goal at about session three and part of that 90 day goal is to decide what would be the worst case scenario of going after this goal? So let's take, for example, one of my clients said that they want to make 250 sales in this. That's their goal. The mm. worst case scenario for her was that she tries all these things. She spends all these money, this money. She goes to markets and she makes zero sales. And when you go to that place in your mind at the starting line of the goal, yeah. sometimes you're like, do you know what? This worst case scenario isn't really that bad. I mean, I already don't have the goal. I'll just be right where I am right now. And because you take yourself there, because you allow yourself to feel the fear, process the disappointment, you aren't spending any energy trying to protect yourself from the worst Mm. case scenario. So that when you go over and explore the best scenario, well, you do make, you do hit the goals. You learn something in the process. You move your your goals or your business or whatever you're working on forward. You're like, yeah, like I sign up for that. Like bring on that. And then I have my clients ask themselves, like when you look at the worst case scenario, is it worth the risk? Like is mm. it worth potentially risking the worst thing in order to have the best thing? And when your whole body rejoices and says, 
hell to the yes, it is worth the risk. That's really when I think you know you're ready to go on that journey and go for that goal. Yeah. Also, I mean, you know, with that example, if she were to make like zero sales, there's still so much learning that would probably come from that whole process. And I suppose it's almost like maybe shifting a little bit of the focus sometimes, I think, to what you can control as well. For me, that helps me definitely because it's things like, you know, launches and stuff. It can feel like things are so out of your control and, Mm -hmm. you know, and people are ready to invest and buy but trying to focus on what you can do, I think is quite helpful to me. But it's interesting, this whole anticipation sometimes of mm. how bad things are going to be or my, maybe like <laughs> the blocks. So I'm going to give you a really weird example. So I just I just went on a narrowboat holiday with my mum. Oh my God, dreamy. No, it wasn't. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so she, had to, she was basically driving like all the time. Yeah. But she, she couldn't stand it. And every time she'd meet another boat, it would be like this real difficult maneuvering kind oh, of process. No. And she absolutely hated it. She found it so stressful. So she couldn't enjoy any of the holiday just because oh. she was constantly anticipating meeting another boat. <laughs> so mm. it was just like really stressful. Whereas actually like in the moment, it was quite nice, but like the anticipation of it all, like she couldn't sleep. She was up that at like is four intense. in the morning. Yeah. Wow. So that's a really good example because I feel like a lot of people listening to this would have just had light bulb moments of mm. it's not even actually the thing that we fear that is horrible. It's the thing. It's the it's the fact that our brains are continuously thinking about the thing that we fear. Yeah. I feel like I, I often like catastrophize a little bit of like, yeah. what if this happens and this could happen? And then, oh my God, like, re- like really weird little things as well. And I think it's that sometimes that anticipation of obstacles that haven't even happened. Yeah. That hold people back. And I just, it's just like, but you haven't, you don't even know if that's going to happen. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. And the way I like to think about it is like take anything that you've ever achieved in your life. Maybe Mm. you cooked a new recipe for the first time and you really liked it. Maybe you did a degree that you were really proud of. If you take anything that you've ever achieved and ask yourself, could you have predicted how it all turned out and how you got Mm. to that achievement? Most of the time you could not have predicted step by step by step of how you would have achieved it. When you look back, there's like obstacles. There's probably moments when you thought, this is really hard. This is challenging. Am I ever going to get there? But somehow it happened. So yeah. if the things in the past that have already happened, you can't predict how they turned out and happened. How can you then try and predict the future <laughs> and be like, well, this terrible event is going to happen or it has to happen this way. It's actually yeah. impossible. And it's a really horrible thing to do to yourself. And in some cases, I think we can use it as a form of avoidance. Like, oh, like, I don't want that horrible thing to happen to me. So I'm just going to avoid it altogether. Mm. And that's such a shame because then you never have the chance of like experiencing that amazing payoff when you reach it. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. I just think what is, after lockdown for me personally, I just think like, what is the point of life? Like, I, my brother got COVID right at the beginning of the pandemic and I, gen he's totally fine now as I tell this story, but I remember being so terrified, like cycling to his house, dropping off groceries and like being like, 
gosh, I'm calling him every day, every hour to make sure he's still okay and he's fine. But it really gave me a shock to say that life is very fragile. Like, what do I want life to mean when I pass, when I die? What do I want it to mean, the fact that I'm still here now and alive today when so many aren't? And one thing I definitely don't want my life to mean, I don't want to think that, wow, like I lived a life like governed and ruled by fear. Mm. I want to think... Even if like my biggest goals in life and my biggest dreams don't com- come true, I want to know that I showed up and I played yeah. and I did the damn thing, you know? Like I did yeah. me. Like I gave it my all. I gave it my yeah. best shot. Yeah. Because what is life really for then if we're not doing that? It is heavy, but I think it is worth remembering. And I think too many people kind of like sit in their comfort zones Mm. and kind of never really push out of it or maybe get kind of in a rut and I just think yeah like life is just too short to not do the things totally totally so just go for it even if like you say even if we never achieve it I think it's like it's so fulfilling like working towards something that you're so passionate about so like yes hopefully you will achieve it one day or like you'll you'll achieve maybe you'll not achieve that thing because like as you work you'll realize it's not that it's something yeah, else totally. but it's that like pursuit of something that's like really human and that we mm. I think we all have in us there's all we all have like hopes and dreams and things we want to achieve and I think we always we're never going to be like right I'm done yeah totally <laughs> there's always going to be something else totally it's so interesting because when you think about like the the history of all the humans in all of time in all the lands we have always wanted to progress and do more like we Mm. had horses and then we created cars we didn't just stop at cars and be like okay this is great then we created motorbikes and airplanes (laughs) and boats and now the people like trying to go to mars and like all of these things like we we always making more like we that I feel like it's part of like our humanness to create to push the boundaries and what has happened before and Mm. I said that maybe like even if your goals don't happen I actually don't believe that if you're focusing on something that you really want and it's meant for you I believe that it will happen because yeah that's just the law of attraction. When you focus on something, it will come to be. And when you keep like those two things in mind, the idea that humans always want to move forward, no matter what, like we want to explore, it doesn't have to be some big grandiose invention. It could be that you want to have a family and do it differently to the way you were raised. It could be that you just want to, you know, you want to have a really intense job, but you want to be someone who paints and draws at the weekend. It could be like mm. whatever you want. But if you keep in this idea that humans are meant to evolve and whatever you focus on intently has to come and manifest, it gives you this fun energy, this just do it playfulness in the present because you're like, this is what I was born to do. I was born yeah. to create and try things. Yeah, I think it's really interesting, like manifestation and, you know, like the law of attraction and stuff. I suppose some some listeners might not really be fully aware of kind of what it all means. Can you Mm -hmm. give me like a a brief like description of like what it is? Yeah. So the definition that I like to use with law or manifestation is 
that manifestation is the process of taking an idea in your mind and turning it into a physical reality. So this happens when you're thinking, you could be thinking about a song that you really like and then you suddenly hear it all the time. Or you're thinking about reaching out to someone and suddenly they message you. The law of attraction basically is the rule that two like things will attract each other. The way I teach it in terms of goals and goal setting is that the reason why we want things that we don't have is because we're not yet like the things that we want. So we might have the goal to launch a business, but that version of us that has launched this business is really confident in their skills. They're really confident in what they have to offer. And where we are on the starting line, we may not have that confidence. So manifestation, law of attraction in that sense is about becoming the kind of person now in what you have today to believe that is possible in order to draw that reality towards you. Hmm. Yeah. And I suppose, I mean, for some people, that's kind of like a little bit woo. Mm, you know yeah. some people might yeah. find it a little bit like okay whatever. it 100% think, is woo yeah it is but I think as well it's kind of that really laser focus mm. as well it kind of comes back to that a little bit as well because like I've kind of heard of it and kind of looked at it and stuff not really run yeah. into it much but I think for me it kind of it shows that laser focus on like well this is what I want to achieve and this is like maybe the kind of person or the kind mm. of like things I need to emulate to achieve that so that I can, I kind of relate to it that way. I'm interested to learn more. Yeah. Just haven't had the time. But yeah, I think it is quite interesting. And it's something that a lot of businesses are kind of using and exploring yeah. as well. Totally. I think that I have like a lot of manifestation rituals or practices that I like to mm. use. So I work with tarot cards a lot. I love angel numbers, astrology and they're part of journaling, they're part of like my manifestation rituals. Mm. And I think that when you hear about the law of attraction, you may think it's woo woo, because you just think, oh, you're like affirmations, like I've said I'm a millionaire a <laughs> 100 times, I'm not a millionaire, it doesn't work. <laughs> but how I like to think about it is, when we are doing things new, there are so our brains are actually programmed to not do new things. Our brains are programmed mm. to stay safe, to be familiar. And to keep cozy and comfortable inside the cave in which we reside. That's what our brains are designed to do. (laughs) So anytime you're trying to expand what's possible for you, expand your skills, you're going against what you're biologically programmed to do. Mm. How do you keep up the energy? How do you keep the momentum? How do you keep going when you've faced so much disappointment and failure, which 100%, if your goals are big enough, you will. Well, to answer that question, I use my manifestation rituals. When I read... Oh, sorry. No idea what that was. Was that the universe? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, yo, take on the church. Oh, Oh, my God, I love that. But yeah, um, no, it's it's all so interesting. And it's I think it all kind of contributes, I suppose, to the kind of self-belief and stuff yeah. is, as a way to help people who maybe aren't quite, don't quite understand it. I think it it's all around that self-belief and that support for yourself, I suppose. Yes, totally. Definitely. Like when you are in what I call the river of misery and the river of misery just describes that period of like growing and learning a new skill when you're like really rubbish at it but you you just keep going 
it describes like a certain amount of anxiety and stress that has to happen in your goals. When you are in the river of misery, your brain will be telling you to quit, to go home, to give up. Building that self-belief in yourself, cultivating it, that may be through manifestation. It may be through yoga. It may be through taking daily walks, whatever you need to do, reading self-help books. But being able to cultivate that self-belief, it just helps you train your brain to say, hey, brain, this is really scary what I'm doing. This is really terrifying what I'm about to do. But... I believe that I can get to the other side. I believe that I've got it in me. And having that self-talk, I think, is the one of the most valuable skills that you can learn however you get there. Definitely. Totally agree. It's just that, that whole, you know, there's always going to be fear. Things are always going to feel scary. But being able to tell yourself, like, no, we've got this. We know mm. we can do it. It's scary and that's okay. Yeah. Come on now. Let's just do the thing. Let's yeah. be let's get going with it because life's too short as we've said totally and I just think adding the and like I'm scared and I'm gonna show up I'm tired and I'm gonna do the thing like so small big for me that would be I'm tired and I'm gonna have a rest and then I'm gonna do the thing (laughs) (laughs) my brain is telling me that I need to work and always be on Instagram and I'm not gonna listen and I'm gonna go outside Mm. in the garden or something yeah definitely I love that. This has been an amazing conversation. I know. This has been, I feel so energized after this chat, really. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) I'm going to go manifest some things. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I believe in you. I believe in me. There we go. Yes. I love it. I just want to say this because I want to be on the podcast, but I was saying to Sarah before we uh, started talking that... I hadn't looked at her page in a while and I just went and looked before our conversation and my, my, like she has grown. I, I, am I talking to you or am I talking to your listeners? I don't know. (laughs) But you've grown so much and it's so good to see. For me, it was like so inspiring to see you, how far you've come on this, your journey from like where you started to where you are now. And it's like, you you've just got it going on and yeah I love to see you doing your thing in your own way mentoring people I think it's so awesome and yeah like I can just tell that the people who work with you are super lucky to have you oh you're gonna make me cry ah, cry girl cry <laughs> very fragile <laughs> moment <laughs> oh you so I mean yeah because we did an Instagram live so they're like almost a year ago now yeah. and like from where I was then and it's just just gotta keep showing up keep doing the things and yeah, yeah it but happen. I mean like you're an example of everything we've spoken about like oh. you do keep showing up you do keep trying things you you change mm. course you build more you dis- you discover that actually I want to mentor people like yeah that's evolving yeah. and growing I think so often people put pressure on themselves to do it right the first yeah. time. And I think I've just kind of like muddled through and been like, this is what, this is what I'm doing now. Okay. <laughs> and people are usually like, okay. I'm like, actually, no, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. Like we're going to go do this. But it's slowly. <laughs> it's like, I've just reintroduced my membership and I've gone mm. from like, but what is so lovely is that currently four out of the six people signed up mm. were, were in my last membership. 
They've come I back. That. They were like so waiting. <laughs> I know. I feel they were. They did ask actually. They're like, "Is this okay. coming back?" Or I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, just give me time." But yeah, it's all just slow progress, and I think it's experimenting. And I just, I've just always just carried on. That's the mm. thing. Just keep mm. going because something's got to stick eventually. Oh, totally, and it's, it's it's sticking, so that's good. Oh that's well, like it's been so lovely, Kyra. Thank you so Where much for having people, me. Where can people, I mean, you're so, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on. This is an amazing conversation. Where is the best place for people to find, follow you, gain all of your wisdom? Yes. So follow me on Instagram at Kyra the Bold. That's K-I-R-A, the bold. It's where I have mm-hmm. the most fun. If you are a creative and you're starting, launching something, or maybe you've been in business for a while and it's not, you know, you're resonating with the stuff that we've mentioned in the podcast and something's just not clicking and you want to give it a go at your mindset, I would recommend going into the link in my bio and just reading the apply for to work with me one-on-one page because it is it's an amazing program and to be honest I'm looking forward to hearing from you love it I love how like positive you spoke then like it is amazing and I will hear from you that that is amazing yeah you like examples of everything you talked about like that is what it is just that fully is what it is. <laughs> I need a bit more of that I think amazing right I'm gonna go you're gonna get yep yeah <laughs> Thank you so much, Kyra. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Did you enjoy that? I definitely did. I feel amazing now, whereas I was feeling so tired and drained after re-listening to that episode. I barely had to edit that much of it. Um, Yeah, I just felt so pumped up and so inspired. So I really hope you're feeling the same. If you did, definitely let us know. Share tag us tell us how you're feeling tell us if you're feeling inspired and motivated and fired up because that's definitely how I felt after talking to Kyra and after seeing everything she does on Instagram as well and where everywhere else that she shows up so next week I'm going to be taking a little series break from the podcast I'm just going to give myself a little bit of a break and have some time to focus on the other things that I need to be doing So I won't be posting a new episode next week, but you have plenty to listen to. There's loads in the back catalogue that you can listen to. I mean, we're on season three now. There's so many. And I would love if you shared which one of your favourite episodes is. It's quite interesting for me seeing the stats. And at the moment, I think the conversation with my mum about our productivity is actually possibly the most popular, which is really interesting. And it's one of my favourite episodes. It's so funny. Um, Aside from that, of course, I am currently talking a lot about my resource, my self-led guide, Project Productivity. If you're feeling like you need a bit of a refresh with your productive mindset and strategy, then this self-led guide is probably the best way to work with me. It's the most accessible in terms of the amount of um, energy you need to put in. It's a self-led guide so you can fit it in where you want to. And also it's only £30, so it's really accessible. Other than that, make sure you're following me on Instagram. I've got lots of content plans, really good stuff that's going to be coming your way. So definitely follow me on Instagram at positivelyproductive.co. You can sign up to the newsletter, the productivity post. And doing that, you will get access to the free productivity boosting resource library as well to help you get started on your positive productivity journey. But that's all I have to say today. Let us know again if you you enjoyed the episode and I hope you have a positively productive day.